All right, fine. Work in progress. Woo! So, Welcome yeah. back. Wait, Welcome why can't back. we hear you guys? Oh wait, oh we're starting without them. <laughs> <That's> <laughs> terrible. Hey, wait, no, no, let's just let's just keep that in. I'm, okay, I, one more, one more, one more. Oh, fine. Oh gosh. Work in progress. Woo! All right. Welcome back. Uh, we're a work in progress, and so is this podcast. Thank you for joining us. Also, thanks for listening, and we're open to feedback, of course. Are you gonna introduce me? <laughs> they know who you are. You're Eddie. Oh. Um, <laughs> I feel okay. sad. Oh. Okay. Okay. So we're gonna start off with an update on just some things that happened this past week. Um, what happened this past week? I Dude, this week went by really fast because I don't know. I think this week was like just getting used to things, and, and we were just like I don't know, getting used to the the shelter in place. So. Like, this week went by really fast for me. I don't know about yeah, you. Yeah, I don't but. even know what we did. We pretty much did more of the same. Um, we played basketball on Friday. Oh, yeah. Um, because our house is just a bunch of guys. <laughs> and we have enough guys to play basketball. And we cooked a lot of food. Mm-hmm. I'm, I made um, a lot of pasta. Oh, yeah. Your pasta is pretty good. Oh, thank you. Um, <laughs> what else did we do? We had oh we joined the seniors for um, post mm-hmm. after our Friday Bible study and we did Zroom Escape. Oh yeah, that was very this, interesting. This was pretty fun. I think the the highlight of the night was when we photoshopped Genji into our, <laughs> our picture, our donut photo. Yeah. So we were supposed to make a donut shape with everyone else in the group, and we <laughs> Philip edited it so that. Genji and uh, Hyoan would be on the side just like randomly. Oh, okay. I, I have a great update. So, of course, it was April Fool's this past week. And oh, yes. I coordinated with the Frosh staff to um, prank Hyoan and Rudy. And, well, George was supposed to be there, but he didn't show up for DT. Um, <laughs> but, but I was going to prank Dang. them. And so, basically, what I did was I screen shared and my screen and then i pulled up psalm 16 because for the bros challenge we were memorizing psalm 16 i was like hey guys like none of us really memorized this so we should memorize this why don't you guys spend some time memorizing it and then i i told him i need to do some work and then i left and i just like recorded the reaction and then what happens on my screen is that when people text me like a notification pops up on the side yeah and so i had all the staff text me and we worked together to try to convince them that James and Mary had their baby, <laughs> even though they're only four months pregnant. You mean and Mary's so, four months pregnant? Well, I Not they say they're four months pregnant. Oh, you do? Yeah, yeah. It's like. All right, let's just cut that out because that makes <laughs> well, me look stupid. <laughs> <laughs> no, they oh, need okay. the real picture. Of right, fine. Work in progress. Yes. Girl, work in progress. <laughs> uh, <laughs> what were you saying? <laughs> oh, okay. Oh, yeah, so, yeah. Then, so the notifications pop up on the side. So then I had James send a picture of a random baby. It was a newborn baby from one of the, the church-wide, TV like, um, yeah, <laughs> newsletters, or email <laughs> newsletters, where every time, like, a new baby is born in the church, everyone's like, oh, welcome, yeah, my new baby. And then everyone's like, yay. And then, um, so I took a random picture from that. <laughs> side note, wait, wait, this is a, a side note. One time, someone was sending out a newborn baby, like, email, and then they were they just like copy and pasted Kevin Huang's 
um, newborn. Oh, email. are we doing name callouts? <laughs> no, 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 no. They, they copy and pasted Kevin Hawks because it was a it was a good one, right? Oh, yeah. But then yeah. they forgot okay. to switch out the picture, so oh. then the guy was like, "Welcome, my new baby," and he sent out a picture of Kevin Hawks' baby. <laughs> and then Kevin was like, "Wait, that's my baby." <laughs> and everyone was so you know, confused. you know what that reminds me of? Solomon. Oh. And the, <laughs> I don't know if that's appropriate, but so you're gonna just cut remind Kevin Hawks' baby in half. All right, next, moving on. Oh, okay. <laughs> All right. What was I? Oh, okay. So then I took a random picture of a baby, and then James sent it to everybody, and then we kind of built the credibility. So then I had Sam Zang and Jeffrey reply with like, "Congratulations!" Like, "Oh, he's so cute." And then I upped up the ante with Sam She, and then Isaiah, and then Sasha and Jayung, and then Shirley, and then it kind of slowly built, and then. So as they're looking at my screen, they're seeing these notifications pop up, and they're like, "Oh, congratulations, James and Mary! Like he's a, he's a boy. Oh, he's so cute. Like whatever." And then, you named him Peter. And no, so then no, they just like kept popping up, and then Uh-oh. I came back, and then uh, I was like, "Hey guys!" Like, or I wrapped up our DT time, and I was like, "Hey guys, anything new with you?" And then Rudy was like, "Well, it looks like James and Mary had their baby." <laughs> and I was like, oh shoot! You saw oh, that. You okay. You supposed to see that, and then and then Kion was like. Oh, like, do they have a name yet? And I was like, yeah, they named him Peter. And then Hyun was like, hey, they named him after me. <laughs> like, it's so exciting. Wow. Like, they named him after so me. So self absorbed. Oh. Peter was an apostle before yeah, Hyun was did, born. Yeah, come on, Hyun. They named him after Peter in the Bible. Well, they didn't. But. Oh. Well, yeah. so, it's not born yet. And then it kind of worked because they claimed that they only thought that James sent a picture of the ultrasound. So they didn't think that he was actually born yet. Uh, but I also just think that they're trying to cover up their foolishness. So. <laughs> that's a pretty good prank. All right. Yeah. That's that's my update. For okay. Oh, well, I just want to tell everyone that we're actually on Spotify now. So that's pretty cool. Mm. How did what how did that work? Like what are you supposed to do to um, get So you give someone money and oh. then they promote you. <laughs> <laughs> so this episode is sponsored by Spotify. <laughs> Audible. <laughs> Sponsored by Auto? No, we're not. No, we're not. Yeah. We're. This is just a personal journal, actually, just for a certain group of people. So. Yeah. Like it's all, exclusive. All, of you. <laughs> all right. Um, let's see other updates. Uh oh wait, should we? Like when I was looking at the searching for our podcast on Spotify, there's so many other work in progress ones yeah. that I just had a hard time. Should we just change our name? No. Why? Because. I mean, we can't change it after the tenth episode. <laughs> That's true. What, what, do, what would we change it to? I don't know. Maybe we should discuss it with our guests, who's gonna join us now. <laughs> oh, oh, I see. That was a transition. Hey. Oh. <laughs> no, that was. Oh yes. Okay, so we're on it, call right now. We're on call with June and Cole. Yeah. So they really wanted to be on our famous podcast. So we allowed them um, this mercy. Yeah. Um, I mean. It did help that they paid us. Yeah, we a did lot get paid. Oh shoot, this is honest. this is recorded, huh? We gotta cut that out. <laughs> hey guys, this is future editing Eddie. Um, so there's a weird cut here because uh, I forgot to press the record button for our intros for Cole and June, so we're missing the audio files for that. So um, thank you for your patience. Um, so yeah, there's gonna be a weird cut here. Uh, the the sound quality is gonna go down, but it's okay because. Uh, we're learning, we're work in progress, so yeah, thank you for your patience. Oh, we have guests! <laughs> <laughs> oh, so we're in, we're joined by uh, Cole and June, they're on Zoom right now with us. 
So yeah, let's welcome them. Uh, you want you guys want to? Yeah, let's introduce again. <laughs> yes, you guys are. we're doing um, the name and craziest thing you've done with your hair, and we'll cut out um, our stories. Yes. <laughs> All right, I'm Cole. Um, freshman year, I dyed my hair blue, and then I grew it out through an emo phase, and then had a man bun for a while, and then shaved it. And now it's back to normal-ish. <laughs> He's wearing a headband right now, so for those of you who can't see, we don't have a barber. <laughs> I like the headband. Thank it's you. Nice. Uh, I'm June. Um, I also dyed my hair uh, a couple times, like red, blonde, and like silver. And I also grew it out on a man bun, and then I had dreads. Yes, Dang. and we've discussed already that apparently me and Eddie are the only people who liked his dreads. Yeah. <laughs> Wait, Cole, you didn't like his dreads? No. Oh, oh my. Better be more supportive of your brother. It's not as bad as, as like they thought. Okay. Uh, okay. But I don't know how like how worse it was in their minds. Okay. Okay. You guys went through like an evolution, like a Pokemon evolution with your hair. <laughs> I think he, I think you look better with dreads than Jeremy Lin looked with dreads. That, oh really that's for pictures I, I was i wasn't feeling jeremy lynn's dreads but and apparently june's mom doesn't like his dreads or didn't like his dreads and apparently eddie's mom would really like him to get dreads <laughs> <laughs> i think so i think she would like it she would be like whoa that's at first she would be like oh what did you do to yourself and then she'd be like oh that's it looks all right <laughs> wait okay would your mom get let you get like a tattoo oh no She's, what? it's okay, in the Bible. It's in the Bible, Eddie. <laughs> but, okay. I guess, don't get tattoos. <laughs> that's interesting. That's her, it would be her, I guess your hair is more like temporary. Mm, yeah, but I had earrings. Yeah, so I know. When I, when I got my earrings uh, freshman year and I went home, actually, I thought they would be really opposed to it, but they were like, oh, they look really ugly. And then that's all they said. <laughs> yeah. That was worse than just yelling at me. I'd rather they would have just they yelled at your me. Pride. They yeah, were like, pride. you're ugly. <laughs> yeah. Oh, you got earrings. I'm like, oh, they're pretty accepting. Accept like, they're accepting me with it. And then I'm like, and then they're like, oh, you look really ugly with those. <laughs> I'm like, oh, no. Uh, and then now I don't have them. Yeah, I was going to say, is that why you don't they wear heal. them? Yeah, I don't. No, no, I, I <laughs> heal. You want to stop you. Yeah. <laughs> Interesting. So if you want to stop me from doing anything, just say I'm ugly and then I'll, I won't do it. <laughs> <laughs> hmm. Yeah. So anyways. That's, that's useful. <laughs> going off of that. Cole, I'm just kidding. Oh, okay. So, <laughs> so um, yeah, we invited these guys um, after they paid us a large sum. Mm. And we wanted to, just like the last couple episodes, Eddie and I have been sharing our stories about being like works in progress. And um, we just wanted Cole and June to share um, just a little bit about, yeah, like how they started coming out to Clases, a little bit about um, how they've changed since then. I know it's only... I mean, it might not feel like it's been a long time, but a lot changes. I mean, for Eddie, like within the span of less than a year, he went from watching all the movie, Marvel movies in a oh, week yeah. <laughs> to, um, I see him reading his Bible. Some, no, just kidding. No, but <laughs> really, but, no, seriously, he, he, he has matured even in, in less than a year. So, Oh, thank you. For yeah. Um, <laughs> so, yeah, why don't, we just wanted these guys to share their stories. Um, since we had June share his story first, and then we had to redo it, it might be a little bit weird to say it again. So why don't we switch over? So how about, Cole, why don't you go first? 
and just just up to like what you were like coming into college like your mindset coming to college and then why you decided to find or how you found places why you decided to stay um yeah why don't you go for it so coming to college i was super atheist didn't really care about religion i wasn't like a hostile atheist or anything it was just that's how i was raised um so coming into college i was very like man i want to be the best so i can earn people's love because uh, oh. i thought like my standing was really based on like academic performance or athletics. Cause like in high school, I was like, okay, this is like pretty easy. You know, I got this. Yeah. Um, I expected college to be like that. And then I came to Berkeley and I got wrecked. Like I was a physics. <laughs> I took physics and I got destroyed. I took math. I was like, it was, it was really not good. Um, and then on top of that, like felt like I wasn't really connecting with people. I got broken up with by my girlfriend at the time. So I was like in the dumps freshman year. Um, I'm sorry. Was this before college or? This is like October of freshman year. Oh, okay. Oh, okay. But then, like backtracking a little bit, I guess. So move-in day, my girlfriend at the time met like Raymond Shin. Oh, Ray. On her floor. And then yeah. Ray like invited her floor mates and then she invited me. So then <laughs> I ended up playing board games with some people at DL. Like I met Sam Shi that day. I met Genji. Um, and so I had in the back of my head, like, oh, there's these, like, Christian people that are pretty cool. Like, they're nice. Um, and so I was, like, on and off, like, welcome week, welcome night to those events, um, mostly for the Korean barbecue. Yeah. And then after <laughs> everything happened and I was, like, really sad, um, I decided to go to a Bible study one Friday. And then Isaiah that day was, like, hey, man, you seem, like, kind of sad. Like, is everything okay? Huh. We talked about it. And then he gave like an exhortation to all like the home group. And he was like, for those of you who are new, like I want you to take Christianity seriously for one semester because it's low risk and high reward. You know, like what do you lose? You lose like one semester, but if it's true, you gain eternity. So mm-hmm. like, wow. And for me, that was really compelling because I was like, man, life sucks. Like, I don't know what I'm doing. Um, yeah. so I was like, you know what? That's pretty solid logic. I'll just stick it out and see where this thing goes. And that's how I kind of started coming more regularly. Hmm. Wow. Dang, that's cool. That is interesting. I, I think that's interesting because, like, for me, it's really hard to, like, tell when people are, like, sad. <laughs> Unless they're, like, crying, you know? <laughs> and then, like, 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 my mindset is, like, oh, like, you just need some, like, time to think or, like, whatever. So that's I, how you process. Yeah, that's how I process. Like, I totally, if I was, like, thinking about something and someone someone asked me, like, what are you thinking? I'd be, like, Get away Go from away. me. <laughs> no. I'd, be, I'd be like, like let me, let me. <laughs> Don't look at me. <laughs> I would be like, I need, a, I need some time, like some space to figure this out. Like, I don't like talking my thoughts out before they're formed. But then, um, I don't know. Like, I think that's interesting that Isaiah was able to recognize that. And then that, like, I don't know. That could have been a really, like, different, like, day for you. Like, you know, like if, if you hadn't noticed. Yeah. Interesting. Yeah, that's cool. Because I'm kind of like Philip in that way too. Like I like, I like to kind of suppress my emotions. So when, if Isaiah said that to me, I think I would have been like kind of defensive about it. <laughs> like, oh, you look very sad. And I'd be like, no, <laughs> I'm not sad. I'm, I'm just, I'm just. I have a stomach ache. Yeah. <laughs> I have a stomach ache from the Thai food I had last night. <laughs> wow <laughs> but yeah that's really cool like how he was able to 
God was able to really, you know, get your attention through Isaiah. That's pretty cool. Yeah. So. All right, June, why don't you share, us, share with us your uh, story? Uh, so, yeah, I'll tell it like I was telling it like the first time. Um, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so, I guess, yeah, from, for me, I grew up, like, going to church. Um, I wasn't, like, PK or anything, but, yeah, I was growing up going to church, but I was pretty jaded. Um, I think Philip last week shared about, like, how I was, like, living kind of the double life in, like, in high school. I was, like, pretty similar, uh, similar in that I was, like, you know, doing things on my own and things like that. But I didn't have, like, a strong mentorship or anything like that in my youth group. So mm-hmm. that led me to think, like, oh, I can, like, you know, do something, do things on my own. So once I got to college, I was like, all right, let me just make my own choice. Like, my parents wanted to go to, want me to go to church. So, like, I went. Uh, but now it's, like, my own time to just do what I wanted to do. So first semester, freshman year, I didn't, um, like, I didn't go to, like, any Christian group or any fellowship like that. Okay. I was to, like like join business clubs or like hang out with his friends like dorms things like that um but um but yeah like as like first semester went on like I I came in as a pre-host but like I quickly realized it wasn't like for me like I didn't like people that much (laughs) (laughs) about meeting people and like you know like networking and things like that so I was like quickly found out like that wasn't like right for me okay yeah I just had like a like I guess I would say crisis because like that was something I always wanted to do and I I didn't know how to code like I didn't have any like any other skills I was like shoot what do I do for this next like three years or four years yeah um so that's <laughs> I was like yeah I was always in a long distance relationship and that wasn't going well um and that's how like first semester ended like during breakup like in the winter break hmm. and then I came back to Berkeley I was like man I don't want to do this again um so I was a little depressed but one of my floor mate, Ben Nye, um, who was going to places at that, at that time, saw me. I was like, hey, you look sad, too. <laughs> wow. Interesting. Yeah. So like, hey, and he was like, yeah, I knew, I know you went to, like, youth group church, like, once, um, like, check places out. So I went to Bible study. Um, and then it was, like, the first Friday Bible study of that semester, which wasn't meant for, like, a new student to join. Yeah. But I mixed yeah. up the week. Uh, <laughs> but this but i went but it was still it was still fun like we went laser tagging and all like met albert and like but yeah then slowly like uh, first like i first went to places to like switch up my weekends like how i spend my weekends yeah um but yeah then i met like really genuine people and like people start taking faith seriously i was like shoot this is like a new thing that i never like seen before like let me check it out further but, huh Oh. That's cool. That's cool because, um, I mean, Ben Lai, I've known Ben Lai since elementary school. We went to the same elementary school. And then we went to high school, I mean, middle school and high school. Um, and then I I didn't know Ben Lai personally that well, but we had a lot of mutual friends. He played tennis, and then a lot of my friends were on the tennis team. So, like, we would hang out, definitely. And then he, he started coming out to Element, and I would see him a lot more. And then, um, yeah, it, I mean – Unfortunately, like he didn't stick around and I know he still is kind of figuring a lot of things out for himself, but that's interesting. Like, man, maybe we need to start asking people if they, they're okay. <laughs> like, oh. I don't know. Maybe I gotta just, just be like, Hey Eddie, are, are you okay? Today? <laughs> you look sad. Yes. If you, if you ask me that, I'll just not answer you. Oh, okay. Maybe I should <laughs> or I, I would, 
I would burst That's out. That's interesting. That's so. So, do you guys feel like? <clears throat> huh? Do you feel like that's a moment that? It's like a was very moment. pivotal for you. Like I don't know because I think when I think of like moments that were pivotal for me, yeah, I guess it is people kind of bring wanting to talk things out and bring things up, and like I guess for you guys it's a little bit different because you guys didn't really have like leaders who kind of keep up with you and so it just happened to be like well someone noticed and then they reached out to you i mean for me because i kind of always grew up around leaders like i had a lot of opportunities to kind of share what i'm thinking but um i don't know do you feel like that was different like that's is that something that people normally did to you guys like are you guys are you feeling okay like uh no (laughs) (laughs) No, not really okay I think so. I think because of that, like it got to that point where it's like so noticeable. By yeah. People. Yeah. Um, huh. Yeah. I don't know. Yeah. I, I remember not knowing Isaiah very well and being like, what the heck? Who is this guy? <laughs> okay. Um, but it was, I think it was kind of a wake up call because it was like, man, I was clearly in like a dark place. Hmm. And he kind of gave us, or he kind of gave me a way out. Yeah. So in that regards, it was like very pivotal for me. Hmm. so do you guys remember the first time you guys met each other I, yeah i don't but he does <laughs> i remember the first time i met june because <laughs> yeah because your red hair i think it was wait was your first bible study did we meet at clay's house no we McKinley. met mckinney and we went to laser tagging yeah okay it was mckinney okay okay maybe it wasn't the first time i just remember very clearly walking into Clay's house and then you had your red hair and then I was like, oh, who's this Korean guy with red hair? (laughs) (laughs) I remember thinking you were, um, I mean, definitely thinking you were more intimidating than you are. Like, a little bit, like, yeah. Mm. I feel like, I see Cole nodding. Is that a pretty common experience? (laughs) I thought it was so cool. I was like, like, it was me and Theo and Chow. Like, who is this like quiet Korean guy? Like, <laughs> Ominous looking Korean guy. <laughs> Can you imagine if he walked in with dreads? <laughs> That'd be pretty funny. Okay, so like, how does that like change your perspective on like maybe a non-believer or a non-Christian, like having kind of that same kind of depressed and like melancholy, like, face like do you guys are you guys like pulled to those kind of people and feel more sympathy sympathy towards them or yeah definitely like and like i think you we, you you become like more aware yeah like if you're like talking to like i don't know like your high school friends or like um like just friend like friends or other people that i know like outside of the context and then we like start talking and like they talk about you know, like internship pop like internships and like any of like things that give them like anxiety and it's like yeah. I feel for them and then yeah. I wish I could like let, like tell everything like that I've been through but it's like sometimes yeah. it doesn't work out that way yeah, yeah. yeah. so yeah. what would you guys um what would be your um like what would you tell them to help them out like what would be your advice to, to them to those people who are um feeling anxious about their career anxious about where their life is going and just not sure where what to do. I'm sure there's a lot of people uh, right now, especially with Corona, like a lot of students can't even, you know, 
I mean, you guys can't graduate properly. Like you guys are going through that right now. Um, there are a lot of freshmen who are um, just kind of sad because they can't experience that college life. You know, they still have that whole month they're missing out. So like, yeah, what do you, what do you guys like, what would be your advice to those people? Mm, I think first, just like, it's totally normal. Like it's such a universal experience to be really disappointed by life and just kind of have things not go your way. Um, like it's not, you shouldn't stigmatize it at all. Mm, that's true. But I think also like for all of us, man, we've experienced joy that's so much deeper than any career could bring or any academic success or athletic success. And like, I mean, that's part of what ministry is, right? It's just sharing that joy with other people. And so, I mean, I don't know if it's advice, but just letting them know like, Hey, there's something so much bigger out there. It's not all about this one job or this one promotion or significant other or anything like that. Yeah. Yeah. I was, um, cause I'm, a, I'm applying for, for grad schools right now. And then like, I was looking at my SAT score and I remember like the pressure of SATs. And then I looked at it and I was like, wow, I didn't even do well. <laughs> Why did I care so much? Like, it doesn't even matter now. <laughs> but it's just like, that's like, that's how life is. You yeah. stress about something. And okay, of course, there's going to be some things, like some moments and some like things that are going to have huge effects. But then at the same time, it's like, it's not the end of the world. You know, like I have friends, I, a lot of my high school friends went to like community colleges. Or like one of my friends, he, he like works, like he's not even in like a, nice comfortable job per se like he's he does like roofing for houses but like he's doing fine for himself and like he's like life is not like about those kinds of small things you know like yeah you I get mean, through it yeah i mean we're, we're still pretty young and we haven't experienced yeah. all of life yet but i think we can say that yeah what, what you said cole like these small afflictions are are temporary and I don't know we we make a big deal out of a lot of things because i mean we have we sometimes live in a bubble it's so easy to to stay in that bubble of college or like just our personal lives but life is so much bigger than that and and yeah it's i think it's fully experienced through joy and other people as you said so yeah i i totally agree with that cole yeah what about june like what would be your um your spiel <laughs> your advice I mean, I, yeah, it's like, I mean, I don't want to call it advice because like, you know, I can't provide like solutions mm-hmm. to that. But it's like, yeah, first thing foremost is like, yeah, acknowledge there, that there is like the feeling that they're going through is totally valid and that, but it's pointing to something that's greater than, yeah. um, than what you're experiencing right now. Um, and yeah, I think, yeah, I I if I was like, you know, in conversation with someone like that, I would probably want to just hear their story and just give them my story or like how I, I mean, how I experienced the similar things or, you know, was in a similar state, but like how, yeah, how I got out of it. And it wasn't just my own like wit or like strength or ability. Yeah. It was just like how just how, yeah, life or God just led me through. Yeah. So Yeah. Yeah, cool. Hey, so one thing that um, that Eddie shared from his story was kind of moment. And it was interesting to me is like moments where um, he finally started to like connect with us at Clasis, and like he started to kind of settle in and and shift that mindset. 
to like, oh, this is like, these are people I could um, like do life with. Like, so, I mean, he talked about like the times that we would hang out at York um, and they're kind of like silly, like times often, but so just curious. Yeah. Like what, what are some of those moments for you guys? Maybe it was like, I don't know. Yeah. What are some of those moments for you guys? I remember one really specific moment. It's like really random. Um, so it's our sophomore year when we, when we would do like the discipleship times at Clay's house with you guys. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and it was like really early after Nick and Eddie started coming out to those times. And then I just remember after one of them, like sitting in the Clay's house living room and you guys were playing that game with the pool noodles where you had to hit like that. <laughs> <laughs> and for some reason, everyone was just like laughing and it was so happy. And I was like, man, you know, I could, I could see myself doing this and like, being with these people for a long time like, yeah um, yeah it, it that's the thing that i realized <laughs> it's like it's often these really random like little pictures of of like something stupid or silly that we were doing that are really precious to me yeah. <laughs> like yeah those are the the memories that you remember yeah it's not like the i mean you remember sad memories too and you remember um I don't know, like important, like Bible readings. <laughs> yeah. But yeah, I think those are the times when you feel joy. Yeah, that's, that's when you feel like that happiness. It's like a glimpse of heaven. Yeah. I feel like. And no, like when I think of the, the freshman, like one thing, I don't know why, but the moment where I was like, uh, these guys, like these guys, I like these guys. <laughs> was, for me, it was actually really weird. It's, it was the time when I was at DL and I saw Rudy climb onto Hyoan's back and then Hyoan <laughs> lay down on the couch and snap it in half. Oh. And I, honestly, after that, I was laughing so hard. I was like, wow, these guys are funny. I like these guys. <laughs> oh, really? That's Don't break couches. <laughs> yeah, yeah. That, that's not the way to make friends normally. But I just like, I just thought that was funny. Oh, I was just thinking, oh, they broke the couch. <laughs> I was just laughing so hard. I was laughing so hard. I was like, these guys, they're like us. <laughs> <laughs> they're like us. I don't know if that's a good thing. Yeah, or a bad yeah maybe thing. not. But, I mean, I have a lot of other good memories with the fresh, with the fresh. Yeah. June, you have a moment? Um, I think one of the earliest, like, or one of the first was the first Yosemite trip. Yeah. Uh, that was fun. Yes, sir. Uh-huh. Cole's he knows what I'm about to share. Oh, okay. The time when we played sardine at the, the Airbnb place. Oh, yeah, with the place with all those, like, deer heads everywhere. Yeah, and, like, and I sat on you. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I, was on the, I, was, I was hiding on the chair, right? Yes. Uh, yeah, you were behind, like, a couch. It was a little dark because you were playing sardines, right? And then I think I found the spot and I climbed back. <laughs> I couldn't go down for some reason. So all the way to the floor, I was like, what's happening? And then, like, and then I was just, like, kind of stuck in, like, this awkward place. And, <laughs> and Phillip's, like, emerges from that. <laughs> he was like, shoot, I was sitting. And then we weren't even that close back then. I was like, I was sitting on this guy, That's like, so the whole funny. time. <laughs> That's so funny. But, yeah, it was just, like, yeah, I don't know. Like, that trip was, like, fun. Just, like, fun. And I, I like, we played football in the snow and stuff. Yeah. Oh, wow. I remember that. Like, going back, I realized, like, man, I only knew this group for, like, a month or, like, two months max. But then it's, like, that, like, drastic change of, like, how I relate with all of them was, like, mm-hmm. like really special. It was, like, something I never, I never, like, experienced. And, like, 
sometimes I still think back and it's like, wow, only you like cool. Like I didn't even know him like four years ago and things like that. Yeah. Yeah. Mm -hmm. No, but, seriously. Like, that's the relationship we have. It's just like, sometimes it's just mind blown. Yeah. Seriously. That's funny. I like that story. <laughs> I, I remember um, you were wearing your panda beanie yes. the entire time. <laughs> and then that epic picture we took with Nick Kang in the front with that huge um, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, <laughs> stick. <laughs> he looked like Moses. That was fun. <laughs> that was a fun trip. So you guys have been with Sky pretty much all four years, right? Yeah. All four years. All four yeah. Years. That's cool rare occasion yeah that's pretty luck i mean i i've been with isaiah for four years too I, I guess almost five now but man so so do you guys have any like first memories or early memories with skylar and then do you feel like your dynamic with skylar has changed changed since he got married oh <laughs> dude that's a big one man isaiah changed after he got married wait wait okay <laughs> Did you guys have any moments where you knew he was going to get married or soon? Or was it pretty shocking? A peer in LA called it. And we were, Derek Lee called it. Oh, of course. Derek Lee. He's oh. uh, yeah, yeah. Derek, yeah. A peer in LA. He called it out and we were like, nah. Or like, we're giving Sky a hard time. Uh huh. Like, come on, like, or like, what's going on? Things like that. But like, as a joke. Uh huh. Sky is like, shoot, we were like, we should have done that. Like, <laughs> we're in such an uncomfortable situation. So yeah. 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 But yeah. It was, yeah, it was pretty interesting. Um, but yeah. No, cause I remember for Isaiah, I remember the day I knew was when he walked into HB, I was playing basketball and he walked by the basketball courts to the tech room and he was wearing these suede shoes. And I was like, <laughs> I was like, what in the world? <laughs> I was like, why is he wearing suede shoes? And I was like, uh-oh, he's dating. I know it. <laughs> yeah. No, he changed a lot after. I mean, like, of course, like, it's got to change your life. Yeah. I remember after he got married, we, we went to a movie theater and we watched a movie together, like, our, a bunch of us. And he left midway through the movie because, <laughs> like, he had, to, he had to go, like, like help Steph with something. And I was like, dang, this guy left in the middle of a movie theater <laughs> movie. He's committed. <laughs> I mean, I feel like you should. I know, but I just, I just remember that thought going <laughs> to my brain, like, wow, that's an intense commitment. <laughs> wow. So, well, how did, how did this guy break the news? Because I remember him coming into my room when he told us. Were you guys there? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. We were there, but he told us before that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You okay. guys, and then he came up to our room. He, like, pulled us aside. We were at HB for service or something, and so he was like, guys, we need to talk after. And we were like, oh, shoot, what did we do? <laughs> <laughs> what did we do? <laughs> yeah, and then uh, he just gathers us, so, like, we're in a circle, and then he just broke the news, just, like, got married or got engaged. Yeah. Oh. Yo just sat down. Like, yeah, <laughs> I can totally see that. <laughs> I can totally see that. Over his head. But, yeah, yeah, but his, his fingers <laughs> on his temples, yeah. like, trying to, yeah, oh, yeah, that's so funny. That's Dang. so funny. Yeah, I remember yeah, him coming to our room, and then I think it was just just everyone in, in our house, at Juicy House, and he was like, yeah, I'm engaged to Joe. I'm like, what? <laughs> yeah. And we're all, like, cheering, and Hell yeah, yeah, it was I crazy. That was fun. That was a good memory. But. So, um, 
you guys lived together since junior year, right? Wait, would you guys do sophomore year? Oh, Blazeworth. He didn't live at Blazeworth, though. Yeah. Yeah, oh, and no. then June lived with his other friends. And then, and then of course, you guys moved into Juicy House. Oh. <laughs> the Jews of the Juicy House. <laughs> the oh, Jews yeah. of Juicy House. Tell us your experience of, of your... Oh, yeah, I wrote a song your... about you guys. I totally forgot. Oh, do wow! You remember, do you remember the song? No, it's it's. I can't really sing it over the. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> it's too public of a platform. Yeah, it's a little bit uh, <laughs> too exposed. Questionable. Oh. <laughs> so yeah, what was your guys' experience like? Was it good? Bad? Uh, <laughs> probably a lot different from you guys. Yeah, yeah. It's okay to be honest. We'll, yeah. Oh yeah. We'll be accepting. <laughs> People like. We love just living with you guys or like a lot of people, but the house was just not good. Yeah, yeah, and it was it's hard because it wasn't even like connected. Yeah, you guys were like your own units. So yeah, like yeah, we were at the ground floor, right next to the dumpster. <laughs> yeah. Every time we went back home, like we always hear rats just like oh gross. Oh yeah, we had a oh rat. yeah, and living in the dumpster. Yeah, there was one time when I opened the dumpster and you could just hear the rat jumping claws. up. Like jumping up and down, there were like twenty of them or something. Oh, yeah, I made so like so much eye contact. Like we were we rat. Eye contact. Look the mouse. Look the rat in the eye. Oh my gosh. Like, yeah, and like we didn't have living room. Like we're just like you walk in kitchen and like just rooms. Oh yeah, because yeah, your guys' side didn't have a yeah, living room. We didn't have any common space. Um, and then. Yeah, like, and then the other junior guys were, like, in a different unit, so it was, like, not connected. Yeah. It's, like, yeah, it was hard. And, but, I mean, but when I did go up to, like, upstairs and, like, things like that, it was, it, we, I enjoyed it so much more because it was so much better than, like. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I feel kind of bad for putting you guys down there. But, um, yeah, we're a work in progress, so. <laughs> yeah, I, I would just like to apologize for Oh putting, yeah, we on on behalf of, of all of us. Yeah, we feel bad, but yeah, if we if we if I could have went back now, I would definitely have you know lived down there with you guys or something. Yeah, we should have mixed it up. Yeah, we should have mixed it up. It was it was just not actually. Wise, I don't know but... that maybe that wouldn't have been good. Maybe you guys should just stay at Blazeworth. <laughs> <laughs> no, but are there any like no? oh, okay. are there any like good memories <laughs> <laughs> do you have a single good memory <laughs> yeah. so many good memories juicy was so fun like tell us about tell us about uh one of them or any of you want any i mean we have a lot of good memories with you guys like when it was genji's birthday <laughs> oh, yeah, yes. yes that was a good we were talking we were talking about this did we talk about this in the other podcast i don't know i don't remember do you guys remember when we tried to carry him outside and, and drench him with a hose. Yeah. <laughs> and then we dropped him on the stairs. <laughs> the hose didn't work. We turned the faucet on and it didn't work. Yeah, so we just out. left him there. Yeah. <laughs> and then we went back in. Yeah. In the cold, in the dark, yeah. in the cold. <laughs> yeah, that was fun. That was fun. Yeah, or Secret Santa, that was... Secret Santa. Oh, yeah, what did you guys fun. get for uh, Secret Santa? Do you remember? I wasn't part of it. I just wanted to watch, and it was a fun experience. <laughs> uh, what about you, Cole? Genji was my Santa, and he gave me Cal socks, and he also gave me a shirt for a two-year-old that said, Too Handsome. Oh, oh, yeah, that. oh, that was a good one. That was a good, wow. good gift. Wait, what? <laughs> oh, and that joke comes from Cambodia. 
where all the kids. Okay, it's okay. Let it be known that. Actually, okay, maybe we shouldn't let it be known. <laughs> <laughs> it's up to Cole. It's up to Cole. Hey, you guys both went to Cambodia, right? Oh, wait, Cole went to Cambodia. Yeah. Tell, tell us a little bit about that experience. Dude, it was crazy. It was like, I've, I had never done anything like that before. So I went to Greece our freshman year, um, yeah. but it was really different. And I was super uncomfortable uh, at first because it was really hot. We didn't really know the language. Yeah, of course. I mean, we were paired with the international school, so it was a little better. Like they all spoke English. Um, but at first it was just super uncomfortable. Um, didn't really know what I was doing, felt out of place. Um, but it's one of those things where it's like, as you kind of go and as you realize like, oh man, we only have two weeks here to pour out on these people. Um, you can kind of set that aside. Yeah. And at the end of the day, like it was a really sweet time. And I think a lot of our peers hold on to it as like, man, this is when we connected deeply for the first time. Yeah. Yeah. Pour yourself out for God for like two weeks together and like you're bound to get closer to each other. Yeah. Yeah. That's cool. Last I just remember... Was oh, I say that again? What was that? Problems the whole time. Oh yeah, <laughs> I remember you telling me how um, you had a stomach problem on the plane coming back. <laughs> Why don't you tell us about that? Uh, I felt so okay. So I was the window seat, and the people next to me was with this Taiwanese grandparents, <laughs> <laughs> and I felt so bad because I had to climb over the grandma like every thirty minutes to go to the bathroom. Dying. Uh... <laughs> It was the worst flight of my life. Oh, dude, yeah. And that's a long flight, too. How, how long is the flight? It's like a, like 13 hours to Taiwan and then, like, another three hours. Oh, yeah. my goodness. Um, June, do you, do you have a story of, like, when you first felt like you were getting close to the other guys, like the other senior guys? Mm -hmm. Well, okay, wait. So your first couple years, it was – it was you, like Cole, Theo, Kevin. Who else? Kevin. Yeah. And then, and then you guys started to merge with like Tim and Sean. When was that? Junior year? That was more junior year. That was junior year. Yeah. What was that like? Cause Sean and Tim, I feel like are pretty different from like Theo and Cole and yeah. and Kevin. I I mean all of, I mean all of them. Yeah, Tiger, like all those guys, feisty. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, I think junior. I think junior was interesting. Yeah, because we've merged, but then like we're still living in, like the separate unit, so we didn't have like, oh, we didn't have much like that time. We just like hung out in like a living room because we didn't have a living room. <laughs> okay, but I think one moment I was like, I'll probably point to is our spring break uh, road trip. Oh, I missed out on. Oh, uh, sad. Oregon and like Seattle. Okay. Oh, and like it was all road trip, and it was when um, Jesse Chow was in places, and we rode uh, his um, the is that B? Birdie, birdie. Um, <laughs> um, yeah, that road trip, entire like that car ride itself was just so memorable. Like we're just playing like contact or convergence. It's like it's like the funniest game, <laughs> the funniest game of convergence I ever played. Um, like example, like um. Un so the keywords were fake and Mandarin, but unnamed peer bro said Taiwan. Oh, <laughs> oh my gosh. And, uh, Jesse Chow, all Taiwanese, just looked at 
Oh no! <laughs> we were like, oh, uh, <laughs> that's best. Dang. It's a slip, Freudian slip. Did Kevin react? Oh yeah. Oh, de- okay. Kevin definitely reacted. I hung out with Kevin once in Taiwan. Um, he still didn't speak. <laughs> but it was fun. But I think of all the peers, like who changed the most, and Kevin Chen changed the most. Oh, what was he like before? Or it's like in terms of like, actually, no. You should you should speak more because you're his roommate, freshman year. Oh shoot! Yeah, what was he like? Really quiet and very passive, and he would just kind of go back to our dorm and like watch his movie for film class or like watch. (laughs) Um, like our floormates didn't really know him that well, just because he was really really introverted. Yeah. Um, but now like. Kevin takes so much initiative with ministry. Like he's always on a Zoom call with like some freshman, yeah. like doing course with someone. And we're like, oh my gosh, this guy has changed a lot. Also, champion of King Kong Shower. Dude. Really? Is he really good? Oh, yeah, I heard he was really he's good. He's surprisingly good. <laughs> wow. It's the focus. Wow. We it's used to focus. play, King- I don't play King Kong Shower anymore. Like I, mm-hmm. as a personal rule, I don't play Lion Games and I don't play King Kong Shower. What do you mean you don't play Lion Games? Like, I, don't, I don't play Coup or Mafia or... Secret Hitler. Wait, we literally played. No, I never Chitty played Monopoly yes. yesterday. Okay, cheating Monopoly. <laughs> cheating Monopoly is different. That's <laughs> cheating and lying. Cheating Monopoly is different. But I don't play games where you have to like use your words to change people's minds. Okay. Because when I was in high school, once we used to play. I mean, we used to play Mafia all the time in Element. And then one time, I convinced this girl. I was a Mafia. I convinced one of the girls that I was not a Mafia. And then she'd, it was, it was me and my friend and then her, we were the last people alive and she was deciding who to kill. And then I convinced her to kill my friend and then she killed my friend and then I won and then she started crying. Oh. So after that, I was like, oh gosh. <laughs> These things hurt people. And then, yeah. And then I also don't play King Kong Shower because of Element because we used to play every retreat. That was like the highlight of the retreat. We used to have a tournament and it would always end up being... Um, me, Matthew, Kristen, and Anna, and then we would play. We would play so fast. It's like we just go nonstop. It's like two beat stereo. So you're literally talking nonstop, and then you slip up for a moment and you lose. And and it's going so fast that we couldn't figure out who messed up first because the first person, the like the moment someone messes up, everyone else has messes up, right? And then it's going so fast you can't tell who messed up first. So we had. People record it, and we would do slow motion replays to see who messed up first. Oh my gosh! And then, and then it got to a point where we were like, "This is so dumb. That's we're so much. competitive." Yeah. And, like, and then, so now I don't play anymore because <laughs> I just ruined it for you. Huh? Yeah, I don't want to go back to that. But, yeah. but back to Kevin. Um, wow, I didn't know he was good at at Kill Shower. That's interesting. He's he's pretty musical though, so I I guess I'm not that surprised. Interesting. So. Um, I think uh, should we end it there? Should we you have anything? Oh, I feel like we should do one more. Um, one more question. Well, just like give us the moment where like things kind of started clicking for you, like in terms of like Christianity, in terms of just like the call to like be a minister and to like live your life for for like the gospel. Because I I know like for you guys. Um, even just like being seniors, even that's just the decision to stick around and to be here. Like that's a decision you have to make for yourselves. And um, I don't know, like what's, what's a moment that helped you kind of 
that helped make that decision a little bit more clear. Maybe it's not a moment. Maybe it was a, like a process. But like, how how did that become more clear for you guys? I mean, for me, like going back to Cambodia for a second, like I think that trip really solidified it for me. Um, it was one of those nights where we're sitting like on like after a whole day of like village visit and then you know classes or whatever and then planning and it's 1 a.m and it's really hot and <laughs> i was just kind of there like man i'm just so like at peace and full of joy and it's like it's so clear yeah. to I'm doing something meaningful and i could do this for the rest of my life yeah um, and so i think in that moment it was like man it's so clear like why would i ever do anything else mm. um yeah yeah that that's a feeling i definitely understand and that's a feeling of like kind of, I was saying this a little bit last, last podcast, but like, those are the moments where you realize like, that's what's real, you know? And like everything else is, is the distraction. Everything else is, is kind of the fakeness of life. And then you realize like, man, like that's the moment that I've been looking for. So that's cool. Yeah. What about you, Jun? I think for me, I mean, it was really gradual. So yeah. I think just the fact that like when I was like writing my testimony, um, yeah, and then I had just chance to just look back like past two three years, and just like how different my life became and like what my worries like become. It wasn't like more about what's well, gonna happen to me, but more more like, oh, how can I like, I don't know, like, or more. It was more about like the pain the other people feel and like yeah. How I, you know, use my time to help other people and things like that. Um, and like the fact that like, um, yeah, like just seeing how God just worked in my life and like my peers' life, like Cole's life and Kevin's life. And like, things like, wow. Is that, and like that becomes more real. Like as you reflect, like you, you reflect and like God becomes more real um, in your life. Um, and I think and one recent uh, moment was like this past winter retreat um um when our freshman edward made his like decision yeah yeah it was like really uh i don't know it was like such a um like significant moment for me because i came to that retreat like asking god like oh what's my like next year gonna look like or like yeah. you know the calling for me was but i think in that moment i think i was like I realized like, yeah, it doesn't matter where I'm going to be or what I'm going to do. It's just as long as I get to witness like those things happening. So. Yeah, definitely. Definitely. Mm-hmm. That's yeah. cool. It's yeah. It's like when you, whether it's experiencing it in your own life or experiencing it, like seeing other people's lives, that's really what it comes down to is like the gospel really changes things. Like things don't just stay the same things don't like, I don't know, things don't get stale. I mean, yeah, it gets, it gets cold sometimes, but it doesn't like, it's not dying out like the rest of like the world, you know, like everything else kind of slowly fades and it slowly like loses its, its excitement or like slowly loses. And it's hard to get that back. But then when you really live out, like what the Bible says, like you see it in people's lives, like things are constantly changing. And that's why, like work in progress is like, I don't know. That's kind of what it's about. I think that's kind of cool. Like it's slowly coming back to life. If anything. I mean, yeah, I feel like my personal experience of the gospel, it's, is that it's alive. Like it gets deeper. 
like every time like I face um, just like persecution or, or just suffering, like I, I think, yeah, it just comes alive. It gets deeper and deeper and it always, it doesn't fail to surprise. Like it always, um, it just gets better and better as you live, live life. And I think trying to live, because for me, I wanted to live life um, cautiously and safely, but that's not a way to live really. Like, like the gospel comes alive when you do live for God and try to obey him and yeah. you take risks and risks, risks are what make it even better. Like the life gets better and the gospel gets better. And just what Christ did um, on the cross, like he conquered like our sins and death um, through his death. <laughs> like, that's crazy. Like we wouldn't think like our world worldview, like the worldly view that we have is that, yeah, dying is defeat but like jesus flipped that over and it's i mean yeah in light of passion week <laughs> just wanted to get that out there so yeah don't be afraid of suffering don't be afraid of uh, risking things for christ so yeah definitely all right thanks for joining us guys i think um i mean hey, you guys have a verse no you oh yeah we'll, we'll end with that so we're christian so we'll <laughs> wait really Oh, oh! <laughs> and it's definitely it's double joy to have you guys here. <laughs> I thought I was gonna have to minister to you as I was doing the podcast. <laughs> you have you have to do that too. <laughs> okay. Uh, um, yeah. In light of you know quarantine and you know shelter in place, um, uh, the verse is Proverbs six nine. How long will you lie down with sluggard? When will <laughs> Arise from your sleep. Oh, that's a good oh. one. That is one that we all need to hear, especially the freshmen. <laughs> Ooh. Ooh, shots fired! Hey, they need uh, they need to be awakened. <laughs> all right, but we, we have a serious verse too. Yeah. Um, Psalm one eighteen twenty four. This is the day that the Lord has made. Let us rejoice and be glad in it. I think yeah. this was like right before quarantine started. We did DT through this verse. Um, and it was just really powerful for me. And I think it's really hard to see often that God is in control through times like this. Yeah. And everything seems so crazy and like people are dying left and right. And just reality seems flipped, but just holding on to the truth that it's still the day that God has made. Yeah, yeah that's true. God is still in control. Yeah. I think just to close it all out, um, and going off of that verse, like something I've been realizing about just my view towards cor- this quarantine is, like I've just been kind of annoyed and frustrated at the inconvenience of all of it. And like, Oh man, like we have to stay in. Oh man. Like I can't do the things that I want to do anymore. Um, but I don't know. I, I think I just, as I thought about that response, I realized that's just a very, that's a very selfish and like, that's just a, such a loveless response to this whole situation because man, there's people out there like suffering because of coronavirus and like, if I'm just frustrated and annoyed, then I'm not sympathizing with them. Like if I'm, if there's people who are like being like their lives are being taken and like people, families are getting torn apart because of, of this thing. And here I am just feeling sorry for myself. And so, um, instead I should, I should be grateful that like, I don't have to experience like coronavirus with the same kind of, I don't know, like tragedy that everyone else is experiencing it with. I should just be thankful because it didn't have to be that way. And then I should also try to respond in, in sympathy at least. or like trying to, trying to move towards those kinds of people. So 
Yeah, I think definitely rejoicing. It takes maturity to to look at this kind of situation and to kind of move towards it in that way and to involve yourself, you know? It's like, I, I want to be burdened by this. Yeah. Yeah, well, thanks for joining us, guys. This was fun. It was, was fun. It was fun. It was fun. I yeah. think we need to do this more often. Yeah. Get more guests. Well, we've learned through the technical difficulty that we had of forgetting <laughs> to record. <laughs> this, pro- this podcast is a work in progress. Yeah. Wow, that, that's useful for everything. All right. So do we have, we, do we have a ending like quote? <laughs> no. Oh, okay. Well done, everyone. Yay. High five. Corona. Corona. Oh, yeah, that's ours. Uh, yeah. Corona. Corona. <laughs> All right.